Welcome to A Deeper Perspective, a channel for deconstruction of your values to make them better, stronger, wiser. A channel to help you gain more understanding of life and how it works. A channel for helping you become more logical and to help you gain more principles of life. Welcome everybody to a deeper perspective and today we're going to be talking about illusions caused by mistranslations of events. There's so different there's so many different types of these illusions that um, <clears throat> it's really easy to mistranslate what's happening. So I want to talk about this in this episode. So, hope you like it, and, uh, well, we'll see how well this goes. So, when it comes to any of this information, it's really important to understand how easy it is to misunderstand or misperceive data and information that you're getting or you that you think you're getting at least. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, like maybe like a week or two ago, me and my close circle were talking about this this phenomenon I think that that happens where what we were talking about in specifics um you know people who are deeper you know you know there's a there might be this like illusion it might be it might be correct but there seems to be uh, a, a, um, an idea that in I, that I had myself that suggests that you know people who are deep, you know there are very rare, you know people who who think deeply on things are very rare, and this is caused by one of these kinds of illusions. So the way that I explained it was like if you or with a group of people, because you never really had conversations with people before on, on deeper topics and things like that, that you might be interested in, your, in yourself. And so you assume that you, that other people aren't interested in the things that you're interested in and when it comes to deeper topics. And so you don't tell people, you know, and then you don't, you know, conversate with people about deeper topics and then they assume that the, this maybe they assume the same thing, and then they don't communicate these topics to anyone, and so the other people communicate the same thing, 
you know, with their lack of words in this case. And so people, it's like a ripple effect where like we assume one thing and then that kind of bleeds out into society. And so we assume that all these things that we assume are normal are normal, but they, are, but they may only be normal because people, you know, aren't willing to talk about these things and aren't willing to go into these things because the things that, you know, like I talk about, for instance, are seen as abnormal, like, you know, you know the self is an illusion and things like this. And so you have this weird illusion of uh, of events, you know, that where you can find yourself in a situation where you can find yourself mistranslating events without realizing it's a mis mistranslation. Uh, and so you um, then assume something based off of this. Uh, and this is a good example of this. So another good example, another interesting example is what people do is they look toward to the news and to do things like this today and say, oh, well, things have never been worse off. You know, people are more violent than they've been ever been and things like this. When actually that's not true. Um, because of what they're doing is they're looking towards... So think of it this way, right? This is the way that I want to explain this. So... For the longest time, you know, sure we had news and things like this, but it was ver it was not instantaneous until very recently. And even even like forty years ago, it was still very much something you had to wait to to get. Like you had to go buy a paper, you had to do all these things. But now it's even more instantaneous. And so, think of like a couple hundred years ago, right? Um, there was no news like this. It was not instantaneous for sure. You had to make, you had, you had to maybe wait a couple of months or a couple of weeks for, you know, a news, even local news may have taken like a week or two to, to reach you. And so as a result, you didn't, you probably weren't going to be getting everything. And probably local news wasn't even really a thing for the most part until a couple hundred years ago anyways, because it was you know, more expensive and to do because of paper and things like this. But imagine then that over the past couple of hundred years, that started changing slowly and slowly and slowly changing to where because of things like the telegraph, you know, which is like, you know, telegrams and things like this, um, you, we were able to get news even you know, instantaneous in this way. You know, it, it may have been very um, inefficient in some ways. It was not, you know, you, you couldn't deliver everything, but you could get some news in this way, in this fashion. And so as a result, you could perhaps get news a little bit more instantaneously, still very slow because then you'd have to get the papers and things like this. But because of this, because we had such a slow news, we didn't see the violence and we didn't see the problems. And so we probably weren't aware of, of things happening far away. And now I'm not even talking like another, another another country away. I'm talking like a couple of, you know, states are away or just a couple of, 
of cities away even. And so as a result, you know, a lot of places didn't really have police, didn't really have like crime centers or anything like this. And so there could be, there could have been all kinds of serial killers and things like this we just weren't aware of because we didn't have the data and the understandings that we do nowadays. Um, but then imagine that all of a sudden that changed a couple hundred, like, a, you know, basically it was about 100 years ago, 150 years ago. And <clears throat> that started to be something more widespread, more known. But then people saw that and go, oh, man, things are getting worse. Things are getting worse. But really what it could have also also been was that more awareness was being shined onto this thing. Not that this this was getting worse, but that we were just becoming more aware of these things. You know, same thing with, like, things like, you know, the Me Too movement, things like this. You know, if you misunderstood what was happening, you could have made the assumption that, um, you know, things were getting worse and men were becoming... There's there more men sexual abusers than there used to be and things like this. But actually, the the awareness was being shined onto this thing. Doesn't mean that this makes you know things worse. It doesn't mean that things are worse now than they were. It just means that because of the information we have, there's more of it. There's more information. Um, it doesn't mean that there, there it's not better either. You know. But it is actually better than it's ever been, believe it or not. Or not. A lot of people want to say that it's worse, but it's not true. But that, that's another episode. Um, and so we assume because of the information that we're getting that things are getting worse. When really we're just looking at information, not being, not, not realizing that what we're really seeing is that you know the news and things like this so think of it this way right so if you buy a red car you're going to be seeing more red cars and you're going to be going wow why am i seeing so many red cars people must like red cars but really what it is, is that you, you have a lot of red cars. You bought a red car, and so that thing is, um, it means something to you in this way. And so in the same way, because you're you're looking at the news, you're, you're becoming aware that things are worse than they've ever been, you're going to have things show up that confirm that worldview, that bias, that understanding. It doesn't mean it's wrong, but it isn't. It isn't wrong. It is, it is incorrect, but it doesn't mean that it is wrong necessarily, but it just means that basically any understanding in any uh, idea or worldview that you have is going to be reflected back at you in this way like you're going to look at something and go okay so maybe it means this and then so that's going to be reflected back at you in some other way like you're going to see more examples of this whatever it is as well that's also a part of the solution that make things seem to be worse than they've ever been things like this right so Try to give you a simplified example of this, right? So say that there's always been, you know, a hundred or so 
of something's happening every month. It doesn't really matter what it is. Let's just say that's the case, right? But for the longest time, we didn't actually know this. We just assumed that there was only 10 or 20 or 50 or 5 or 2 even, right? But then the more in the news we, we, we started getting about this thing, whatever it is, we started seeing more of it. So it went up from 2 to 4 to 5 to 7 to 10, you know. But And then so we went, wow, this thing has tripled or, you know, quadrupled or whatever since th this this date or whatever. But really what's happening is that we're just becoming more aware of this thing. Um, and that's how this can kind of work. So... So another kind of example that's kind of similar to this is where <clears throat> what will happen sometimes is you'll see, uh, um, you know, like a, a good number, you know, a couple of people around you. Like say you have a friend, a group of uh, about 20 or 30. Let's just say 20 for the sake of simplicity, right? And I'll, let's say that, you know, 15 of those 20 you know, start telling you that, you know, they are, you know, whatever it is. You know, let's say that they tell you that they like, you know, cars or whatever. You know, I'm not, I'm just not saying that they don't like cars. I'm just giving examples, right? And so you say, and so say, let's say that they say that they like red cars. Going back to red cars. <laughs> and so you say, wow, red cars are, are, are actually popular. When really... What you're doing is you're 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 assuming based on your friend group that because so many people say this, this proves that this thing, this one thing, is popular. I've seen this also happen as well, where sometimes as well what you'll see is, is uh, polling that says that seventy percent of you know people think this is a good thing and whatnot, when really these polls are made up of like. That was only thousands of people, you know, 10, 20,000 at most. And if that, if in many cases, usually most closer to like two or 3,000 in, in a lot of cases. And so they, they assume that that shows an accurate measurement of what's popular. When really, it could be skewed by a bunch of different things, you know, based on what it is that you're trying to say is popular like in certain areas like say in in bigger cities there's going to be more democrats than republicans and in smaller rural rural areas there's going to be more republicans than democrats and so because most polling is done in bigger city areas that is probably going to be skewing a lot of this these results in, in ways that we can't really necessarily perceive accurately without going too deeply into it, things like this. And so this also skews things in, in different ways. Um, it's kind of interesting because usually when people look at polling, they don't really think of it in this way. But, you know, I've seen this where, <clears throat> you know, a polling group you know, says that 54% of people say this and, people, you know, 61 say this or whatever. And they don't really look too deeply into 
why this might be the case. Maybe the maybe it's because of the area that they're doing the polling in or whatever. And it's especially difficult for online polling as well. Because a certain person is going to be doing online polling over other people and things like this. Um, good, good polling companies do this and, and are more aware of this, but you know it is still a problem. So another kind, and I've talked about this one before, it's called Assuming Malice. I mean, I made a three-part series talking about this, but basically what we do as, you know, people in a lot of cases, is we, especially when we're like angry or upset at somebody, is that we assume that they're doing whatever it is that they're doing out of malice, out of evil or whatever the case may be, when really... It could be do, done out of anything, you know, from any, because of any reason, like emotionality or whatever it might be. Um, you know, like somebody might say that, you know, vaccines are, you know, not the cure that we think they are and things like this. But you assume that they're doing this out of malice because they're trying to stop people from getting the vaccine and trying to keep people from, you know, becoming more aware of the vaccine and its benefits and things like this. When really it's done out of like an attempt to try and understand vaccines and how they they work and, you know, attempt to try and be as accurate as possible. Sometimes you'll find people being as accurate as possible and, and that will seem like the person is going against the thing that he's talking about when really the person is just trying to understand as deeply as possible what is you know really happening. And you'll see this a lot with certain topics and then people get offended because the person, the people don't understand really what is happening anyways. Um, because they assume, you know, it's really interesting to me, and this isn't always true, but I've noticed in many cases that the less that you know of something, and the less that you know that you, the, the less that you uh, know that you know something, meaning that if you don't know a, a whole lot about something, but you don't realize that you don't know a whole lot about something, the more it is possible that you're going to be judging things based on the things that you think you do know. You know, there's something similar to this called the Dunning-Kruger effect where a lot of uh, people who aren't actually as smart as they think they are say that they're smart and, you know, you know, make this assumption that they're smart uh, for various reasons. Uh, I still don't really know why this happens, but I think it's because when you're, when you don't have a whole lot of information but have the information that you've been, you know, raised with and taught and things like this. You, um, because there's not a whole lot of nuance and caveats, it's very easy to assume that that information is correct and absolutely certain. And because you have a bunch of, you know, knowledge, general knowledge on a, a bunch of branches of things, you might have like a little bit of knowledge on, you know, gravity and science and, you know, laws and things like this. 
you may then assume based on this these small tidbits of information with that may be also mixed with conspiracy theories and things like this that you are actually smarter than everybody else and things like this but it's also interesting how based on what i've noticed in many ways is that the less that you know about something but the less that you don't but the less that you uh don't know but the less that you know about something but the less that you know that you know meaning that if you don't realize that you don't actually know as much about this thing as you think the more certain you are about this thing the more judgmental you are about what you think you know uh and what seems to be true in your mind but the more that you 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 look at some things and the more you 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 know the less you you um do this the less you seem to be judging and are less certain you think seem to be think about things it doesn't mean that you're going to be uncertain but it means that you're going to be able to admit and be able to be aware that you probably don't know everything about this topic because you've seen moments in your life where you don't know things about this topic and things like this um it's kind of interesting how that works but that's another illusion in itself <laughs> So another kind of like normalcy bias illusion, uh, and this kind of relates to the, the one about violence and how things seem to be worse than they've ever been according to your mind because of, you know, you know more information that you're now being, you're, you're now able to, you're now able to get. Uh, there's also an illusion that's kind of similar to this where There's a there's this problem that I've noticed where, you know, most people what they do, you know, in spiritual circles and things like this is they say that the light is good and the light is the the way and things like this, right? But I've often found that people hide really easily in the light. You know, a lot of illusions are shown in the light. You know, the shadow a shadow is an illusion. Really, it's not real. But it's, but it's something that appears in the light. The more light there is, the more shadows there are. And in the same way, the more light there is, the more people will sneak around, hide things, and are just generally, in, you know, just generally doing things in a very covert way because it's light and it appears that you can see everything. But really, you can't. Really... The darkness, in my opinion, is is where everything becomes clear because then everything kind of can show up. You know, everything happens in the dark. Like, and what I mean by this is like you get these people who are in the light in the daytime, basically, and they they act all nice, they act all good, good and wholesome and clean, and but then you go, you you learn more about them and, and you realize, wow, this person's not actually what he seems to be in the light. In the daytime, you know, at the and at night, um, you know, he's horrible and all this other stuff. You see this as well as well sometimes in marriage. And this is I think one of the reasons why one of the reasons, one of many reasons why divorce is so common in the United States is because people do this. They they put on an act in front of other people purposely or not 
And the, the person goes, wow, this person's so nice. He's so sweet or whatever. They marry this person. Only to find out in the dark that this person is actually not what he claims to be, what he seems to be. And that's where it all starts. And so it's also, this creates, if you're not aware of this, an illusion that thing, that people are you know, generally one way when they're really not. Or it creates an illusion that, you know, violence isn't happening in our town because, you know, I know a lot of people and they're not violent and things like this. Or it creates the illusion that, you know, bad things aren't happening to people because you see the light side and not the dark side and things like this. There's a bunch of illusions that this creates. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with trying to hide certain parts of yourself. You know, I wouldn't necessarily want to be 100% honest with everybody that I meet. But it's not really about being 100% honest. It's just about realizing that, you know, the light doesn't really show you everything. And, and honestly, in honesty, it never really shows you anything. Um, it just shows you the masks that put, people put on more than anything else. But the darkness is the clarifying and, the, and, and it creates clarity and things like this. But that's another that's another subject. <laughs> so I guess the last illusion that I will talk about is related to this saying that says correlation does not equal causation. So what does what this means basically is that even though something seems to come from something else, it doesn't mean it is. So if you So I'm trying to think of a good example of this, but so let's say that you um, do the dishes and, you know, just after you do the dishes, you know, somebody comes in and puts, puts some dishes in the sink or something. You may assume that because you did the dishes that that action created the action of somebody putting more dishes in the sink you know especially if you're in the mind where it's like i don't really want to do dishes right now you know and emotions really do have an effect on your mind more than people realize sometimes and so in these kind of moments you're like sitting there going really why now why are you doing this now you know things like this <laughs> and so you know this 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 point this this illusion that is basically assuming that one thing created another thing and in this case it's a re not really good example but there's a bit different many different examples of how this can kind of happen where you may assume that this, this one action created this other action when in reality they very well may be completely disconnected so you may think that, you know, meditating calms you down, creates less stress. When really what, what's creating the less stress, in, in my opinion, is letting go. Because when you're meditating, I've noticed when you meditate properly, a lot of times you're letting go of your, your um, think of like the effort that you, it takes to do things and like percentages, right? Like, normal everyday activities may take an effort of, like, 60, 
And meditation, when done in a proper way, takes about 20%, 15%, you know, 10%. And at the better, stronger levels, you know, maybe even 5 or 2%. And so what you can do, I'm, I'm not saying that meditation doesn't, you know, relieve stress and things like this because it does, but it's actually a little bit more, I think there's a little bit more going on here than people realize, but, um, but because the effort, the normal effort it takes to do things is about 50-60%, that effort in itself is in some ways can be stress-inducing, anxiety-inducing, especially at higher levels of effort, like 80%, 90%. And so really what's causing the stress relief isn't necessarily the meditation itself, but it's actually the letting go of much of that effort. You know, going from 80% to 20%, even going from 50% to 20% is a lot of of change. That's one third of your effort. And that's a lot of stress relief that's ha- that's been happening, that, that happens. And that's not necessarily something that's caused by meditation completely, but it's actually more caused by the lessening of effort and of tension in the mind and body. Um... So, there's many different other kinds of illusions like this. And there's no way I'm going to be able to go over all of these. All of the examples and different kinds of these illusions that exist. But I just want to go over a couple to make you realize that there are going to be mistranslations and misperceptions of of life and reality that you may not be aware of within your, your own thinking and your own understandings of what is happening and things like this. So, anyways... I hope you liked this episode. This is a deeper perspective, and I'll talk to you in the next one, whenever that's going to be.